Hello there. The collective consciousness of mankind has been evolving for centuries and centuries. We have seen many dark ages and many awakenings. And welcome to today. We are in the midst of one such dark age. The name of this dark age is the emotional dark age. If you're even a match to seeing this video, you're in the process of awakening from this dark age. So what exactly is the emotional dark age? It's the age of ignorance relative to emotions. Most people on Earth do not understand emotions. They are not terribly conscious of them. They do not know what function they serve. They do not know what to do with them. This is a serious problem considering that emotions are the very basis of every person's life experience. There are many awakenings which must occur when we awaken to the idea of emotions. But today I'm going to trigger one of these awakenings for you because this particular dysfunction or emotional ignorance is at the very basis of our adult dysfunctions in our day-to-day -day life. I'm going to call this type of emotional ignorance the great epidemic because it quite literally is. It is to blame for more chronic unhappiness and suicide than all other causes combined. Many of you who are watching this video today are aware of emotional abuse. Things like deliberate threatening, shaming, humiliating, exploiting, and isolating, to name a few. But there's another form of emotional abuse that goes on between people which is harder to recognize, and it leaves even deeper scars. It is this form of abuse that is today's epidemic, and it is called emotional neglect. The best way to understand emotional neglect is this. It is trauma that is created by what is not done instead of trauma that is created as a result of what is done. Now keep in mind that your traditional forms of emotional abuse can go hand in hand with emotional neglect, but a person can be emotionally neglectful without ever being overtly emotionally abusive in the traditional sense. Yes, you guessed it, emotional neglect, like most things, begins in our childhood. And so we are going to begin in childhood, but not before we examine the life of someone who did suffer emotional neglect in their childhood. The person who we're going to study is named Mary. Mary holds a very successful position at a law firm. So her life is pretty comfortable, especially financially. She came from a very small town in Colorado, a town which was peaceful. She's the last of three children. When she looks back at her life, things seem pretty good. Her childhood never had any real identifiable trauma associated with it. Her family was financially successful. She never wanted for anything. Her parents, who are still married to this day, never argued. They had low tolerance for negativity of any kind, in fact. When any of the children would whine or complain or cry, they were promptly sent to their rooms. So Mary is confused about why she is the way she is. She's confused about why she goes to bars on the weekend and drinks until she blacks out. She's confused about why she cannot seem to create a successful relationship with a man. She's confused about why she often fantasizes about suicide. You may be confused as well, but let's look at Mary's life, but this time under the lens of emotional neglect. It is a parent's responsibility relative to their child to be attuned to that child's needs. Now it's quite obvious the physical needs that a child has, things like food and shelter and water and clothing and bathing. 
But what about emotional needs? Chances are, when I just said, what about emotional needs, your first response was, what are emotional needs? If that doesn't tell you just how deep in the dark age of emotions we are, I don't know what does. That being said, we all have emotional needs. Every child has emotional needs, and if those needs are not met, we end up feeling empty. For this very reason, if you struggle with emptiness, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled, Emptiness. When a parent does not meet their child's emotional needs, the message that they are unintentionally sending that child is that the child is unimportant to them. This child does not feel seen, heard, or felt. There is no intimacy in the relationship, and so this child lacks the knowledge about how to form intimate relationships. When a child is shamed for having emotional needs from the parent, the message the child receives is, there is something wrong and unlovable about me, and this child grows up being completely blind to his or her own emotional needs, as well as being very afraid of their own emotions. It is a parent's job to establish emotional connection with their child, to give undivided attention to their child, seeing them as a unique, separate individual, who has a right to feel the way they feel, and to use this emotional connection and attention to respond to the emotional need that their child is currently displaying. This can sound like a tall order if you yourself have never experienced someone being emotionally attentive to you, but it is my promise that you can learn. Now when we look back at Mary's childhood, we can easily see how her well-meaning parents unintentionally taught her a lesson and all their children, which is that if they have something emotional going on that's negative, or negative thoughts, they had better keep it to themselves. Negative emotion was bad and not to be tolerated. Every time Mary had these feelings, she would feel ashamed of them. She would isolate herself and not let anyone else see them. She would try to escape them by drinking. And she was so intent on hiding this shameful aspect of herself, believing that if anyone saw this side of her that felt bad, they would abandon her, that she never got past the third date with a man. She was lonely, and regardless of whether or not Mary's parents did actually love her, she did not feel loved as a child. Remember, of course, that we can know a parent loves us without feeling that a parent loves us. Mary felt isolated from the world, like she was on the outside looking in and like no one really knew her. And so she often thought, what's the point of being alive? And one day when Mary was feeling lonely enough, she did commit suicide. And no one saw it coming. It was a shock to everyone. Because no one knew how much pain she was really in. Mary's parents did in fact love Mary, as well as all of their other children. In fact, from the outside, her childhood looked idyllic, even enviable. But the real truth, which no one could see, is that underneath that veneer, these parents had no idea how to emotionally parent their child. They didn't know how to meet their emotional needs. And as a result, quite unintentionally, their children, Mary included, Mary especially, <laughs> was taught lessons that led to her death. Most people who suffered from emotional neglect either suffer in silence, keeping that internal world away from absolutely everything and everyone, or they go from psychiatrist to psychologist trying endlessly to figure out what the hell is wrong with them. When they look back at their life, they can't see what possibly could have happened to make them the way that they are, so there must be something wrong with them. This is because emotional neglect is not what you see. 
It is what you don't see. It is the encouragement that didn't happen. It is the comforting that wasn't given. It is the loving support that wasn't offered. The loving words that were not said. It is the sense of belonging that was never granted. The understanding that was never reached for. You can't see what isn't there. And so you can't remember what isn't there. And until you see what could have been there, you won't even know that anything was missing. At this particular point in history, all parents will emotionally fail their children. On occasion. It isn't these occasional failures which corrode the very foundation that a child's life is built on so as to make their adulthood crumble. It's the chronic failure to meet emotional needs. Now I can promise you that the more aware you become of emotional neglect, the more you're going to beat yourself up as a parent. Because you're going to see the ways that you are emotionally failing your child because you will suddenly recognize the way that you were emotionally failed as a child. Just why is this such an epidemic? It's an epidemic because it is rampant. Not only that, it is passed from generation to generation to generation and everyone is completely unaware of it. They are unaware of it until the day that one person becomes aware and conscious of it. If your emotional needs were not met in childhood, you will have a very difficult time meeting your own needs in adulthood. That's why emotional neglect is in fact the number one cause of codependency in adulthood. Now, if you're the kind of person who heard that just now and said, whoa, wait a minute, I'm the most independent person that I know. Oh, I must not have been emotionally neglected, thank God, because I'm definitely not dependent. You can go ahead and think again. Because independent people tend to be the worst at meeting their needs for intimacy and close connection with others. These are still needs, still needs that you have. We tend to swing to one direction or the other when we have experienced emotional neglect. We either become extremely dependent or become extremely independent. <laughs> there are many, many symptoms of emotional neglect, but here is a list of some common things that will occur in adulthood if you have suffered from emotional neglect in childhood. Feeling like you do not belong. Feeling chronic shame. Feeling an insatiable sense of emptiness. Difficulty asking for help. Chronically unhappy relationships or the inability to form lasting relationships. You are either too dependent on others or pride yourself on being completely independent. The feeling that you're a fraud. Feeling either like you're safe or alone, or that you absolutely cannot stand being alone. Judging yourself more harshly than you judge others. Having a hard time figuring out what you're feeling. Feeling like you are on the outside of life looking in. Suicidal feelings or thoughts. Difficulty calming yourself or self-soothing. Feeling a great deal of self-blame or self-hatred. Feeling as if something in you is defective or unlovable. There's something wrong with me. Feeling either like you are too self-disciplined or that you struggle with self-discipline and are lazy. Having difficulty nurturing others or providing adequate affection. You feel unhappy for no obvious reason. If you suspect that you were emotionally neglected in your childhood, I implore you to watch the video which I created on YouTube titled Meet Your Needs. The more aware you become of what your emotional needs actually are, the easier it is to identify how those needs were not met in childhood and thus the specific type of emotional neglect that you suffered in your childhood. 
Learning how to self-care and also how to let others care for you. Learning how to meet your needs. Let other people meet your needs and meet other people's needs is an important part of overcoming emotional neglect. Also, it might be enlightening for you to do a little research on your own time about emotional neglect and about the many different family dynamics and circumstances that are emotionally neglectful. You may just finally be able to connect the dots between what you experienced, or should I say didn't get to experience, and why you feel the way you feel. If you have suffered from emotional neglect, do not despair. You can, in fact, heal from this particular trauma. The first step is to dive directly into the world of emotions. Obviously, with emotional neglect, emotions is the aspect of our life that we will struggle the most with. So what we have to do is to become aware of our own emotions. We have to start noticing how we feel, caring how we feel. We have to look into the purpose of emotions, what to do with them when they come up, how to express them. We need to develop our emotional intelligence. If you want some assistance in doing this, you can seek out a somatic therapist or a Hakomi therapist in your area. You also may want to watch my YouTube videos titled Positively Embrace Your Negative Emotions, How to Express Emotion, and How to Heal the Emotional Body. Next, you need to learn about emotions and relationships. If we want our society to improve and emotional neglect to no longer be a function of human society, we must learn how to meet our own emotional needs, meet each other's emotional needs, and let our emotional needs be met. For this very reason, I want you to watch the YouTube video that I created that is titled Emotional Wake-Up Call. Since emotional neglect affects our ability to be authentic and our ability to be intimate, learning how to be authentic and intimate is a key ingredient to overcoming emotional neglect. Now, Keep in mind that intimacy is not about sex. Intimacy is about seeing another person, feeling them, really listening and hearing them, understanding them. It's about touching the internal world. And, conversely, it's about being seen, being felt, being understood, being heard, allowing people to touch our internal world. In this universe, there is simply the presence of something, and the lack of that very same something. This is the true polarity that exists. So one could say that darkness is nothing more than the absence of light. The vibration of lack is the farthest vibration from the vibration of source or what many call God. Therefore, it is emotionally the most painful vibration you can experience. More damage can be done to you by what is not done than was ever done to you by virtue of what was done. It is my desire that by becoming aware of this epidemic within the human race, we can shift our focus to the awareness of emotions. We can shift our focus towards meeting our own needs, meeting the needs of our children, and meeting the needs of each other. And it is my hope that you live long enough to see what becomes of this society when we achieve this state. Have a good weekend.